So combo um, comes from a frog found in Brazil. It's from the green tree frog. One time I had one close to my ankle and that's the furthest away from the heart. And literally as soon as Cece put, put it on, like within a couple of minutes, like I was in my bucket purging. And like, she was so surprised because she's like, typically this takes a few minutes for it to even get in and get on. So when I was smoking cannabis, I was just smoking her to smoke her. Like there was no rhyme, there was no reason. I was just smoking to smoke. Hello, hello, and welcome back to Following the Spark podcast. Oh my gosh, you guys. Today we have on Miss Priyanka, who is so dear to my soul. She has just the sweetest energy ever in the world. She's just so kind and does not even have to try. It's just in her nature. In this episode, we talk a lot about plant medicine and plants as Priyanka is a plant queen. We also talk about having a healthy relationship with cannabis and what that looks like to us, plant medicine dietas, EFT, and then we end with talking about like house plants and yeah, it's really amazing. We talk about all types of plant medicine like combo, San Pedro, hape, shrooms, rose, lavender, so much. And Priyanka, again, is just such an amazing soul and I'm so thankful to have her on. Yeah, I met Priyanka on a retreat in Sedona where she is currently based about a year ago today and she was one of the retreat facilitators and it was just the most life-changing retreat. Those of you who were there with me at that retreat, shout out to you guys. Enjoy this episode with Priyanka. As usual, grab your matcha, your coffee, your joint, your glass of water, and sit back and enjoy the show. Priyanka, welcome to my podcast. Thank you for having me on. I'm so excited. Of course. I'm so excited too. Would you mind giving like just like a brief background of who you are, what you're all about real quick? Yeah. So my name is Priyanka and what I'm all about, let's see. I love healing. I love dancing. I love um plant medicine. I love hosting and creating spaces for people to feel safe and seen and heard and understood. Um, I do a wide variety of things. My number one love is like plants and animals. And um, yeah, I'm really about helping and healing and plant medicine. That's what I'm really about. I love plant medicine. That's so amazing that um, you're really passionate about holding space for people because the one time that I was with you in person on the retreat, like I felt so seen and like so safe. And I'm a person who suffers from pretty extreme anxiety. So (laughs) I rarely feel safe, (laughs) but um, I'm working on that. And yeah, I just- You'll get there. Thank you. I just, I remember like just sobbing when you and Cece and um, a couple other people were going around like saging us at at one point during a ceremony. And I was just like, these people are so nice. I feel so safe. I was just like sobbing. (laughs) Oh, well, I'm happy that you felt safe because that's something that we always like have one, like tried to do and not everybody feels that way or feels seen 
or heard, but we really try to create a container where everybody feels like I fucking matter. Cause that's what it comes down to is that I matter. And like, people should know that I matter, you know, cause like I matter to me. So why don't I matter to you? You know? Yeah. Well, you guys are really good at it. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you. So my next question for you, and this is kind of off topic and random before we get into more like plant medicine things is why Sedona? When did you move there? And like, do you remember your first day there? Like what was your first impression of Sedona? I moved from Vegas on Halloween of 2020. So during like right in the middle of the pandemic. And I had been to Sedona twice before that once my first time visiting Sedona was in July of 2020. And I had helped facilitate, um, not facilitate, but assist Cece in a combo ceremony that she had done. And it was my first time ever even being around combo and like wow. really understanding what combo was. But like I jumped in and we like did the ceremony and it was truly such like a beautiful ceremony. But even the medicine of combo is like such a beautiful medicine. And then the next time I came was in August of 2020 to help at a women's retreat. And I just fell in love with Sedona and like the magic of Sedona and on my way back home. And I've done like turnaround trips driven from LA, like driven to LA, driven back to Vegas in a day. So like nighttime driving doesn't scare me, but leaving Sedona was the hardest thing that I had to do in August. Like coming back to Vegas was like, I don't want to be here. So me and Cece decided that we wanted to move and we were just ready to move. So we took the leap of faith and we moved to Zadona. Cece moved a month before I did. And then I moved on Halloween. And what's crazy is I was supposed to be there earlier, but my move kept getting delayed and delayed. So it kept getting pushed back. And like, it was just like, it felt like it wasn't ever going to go. And then it finally did. And it happened on Halloween, which was on a weekend and on a Saturday and it was a full moon at that. So it was just like crazy divine timing. And then I moved to Sedona and we were staying with a friend for the time being because I had to, you know, we had to like figure out where we were gonna live because housing here is like really hard to find, but we found a place in the area that we wanted it. And so a week after I moved to Sedona we found our home and then we moved into our place so it was like divine right timing and when I first got to Sedona I was really tired because we've been moving a lot of stuff but there was a full moon like drum circle that our friend was like you have to go you have to go you have to go so we went to this like full moon drum circle and it was just like amazing being around like the moon energy and like being around Sedona natives and like for the first time being in Sedona I'm really like planting the roots and like just experiencing Sedona and like it was magical that was a really magical night Mm, I don't know why I got chills when you were talking about that I just feel like it's like you kind of were like returning home almost like did it feel like home immediately to you it did It did. It felt like I was meant to be here. And like, we even tried to move last year or at the beginning of this year to um, Oregon because we were thinking about moving to Oregon. And it was just like, nope. Sedona was like, nope, you're not going anywhere. You're staying right here. And we got like, we renewed our lease and we got like better opportunities, like in terms of like 
jobs and like money wise you know like really like living the life out here like it's beautiful we get to like I go out into my backyard and I see like the rocks like I'm able to see one of the rocks from like my backyard and it's just like it's magical like taking that drive and going and just like being here it's just it's like being on plant medicine but not being on plant medicine so being here requires a lot of work (laughs) there's a lot of work that goes on like multiply like sitting doing a medicine trip but times that by five with no medicine you're here the land is the medicine and you're gonna grow and you're gonna evolve where you gotta go and that's just it wow yeah I really feel that and I don't know if it's it's definitely probably not the same for me who was just there for like three days but um afterwards I I felt like so much like coming up in me like I was like oh like these are things I don't want to look at like go back down but it was like no you're looking at this and I was like great Mm -hmm. that's fantastic but I that all started after I went to Sedona so I feel like just her magic is just so powerful and you can't escape it in in the best Mm -hmm. way (laughs) yeah you gotta face it you have to like deal with your shit as soon as it comes up like there is no running from it here like she's gonna bring it up and if you don't deal with it and the first time she's gonna be like hey honey we're gonna try this again and then the next time she's gonna yell at you she's gonna be like all right we're doing this now <laughs> oh my gosh do you ever have moments where you're just like okay this is too much Sedona is she's pressuring me too much like I need to get out do you ever feel that way sometimes sometimes it's like there's a lot of energy like especially around like retrogrades or eclipses or like full moon energy oh people are on one on like full moon energy and you just have to kind of stay centered and like it's not your shit it's their shit it's not your shit it's their shit yeah wow that's amazing I wonder if there are other places like that in the in the U.S. that are like super powerful I feel like Mount Shasta oh true Mount Shasta yeah so in Hawaii so like different places have like different chakras so like Mount Shasta is one Hawaii I believe has one so and they're located all around the world but yeah wow well I'm glad that there are some in the United States <laughs> that we have access to thank <laughs> god <laughs> so cool. have you been to Mount Shasta no but I really want to go well so my next question is I'm glad you mentioned Colombo um would you mind talking about people like if they've never even heard of it like could you explain the medicine that combo brings okay so combo um comes from a frog found in brazil it's from the green tree frog and so it sits up and it like coats itself because it sits so high up it catches a lot of sun so it coats itself in this like coating and what what the you know people who gather this medicine what they do is they take um and everything is done very safely like no harm is done to the animal and there's a way of tracking how many times they've taken like this coating from the animal so they don't overtake and you know um but what they do is they get these wooden sticks and they take off the secretion from the frog onto these um sticks and let it dry because it's a little bit slimy and so once it dries, it's activated by putting water on it. So you have these sticks that can create little um, gate points, like little medicine points. And so you take it, you scrape it, and you create little dots. And so the process of all of this is so basically the epidermis layer of the skin. So not, you know, no blood, no bleeding. You burn a gate on, on that first layer and you take off the 
the blister essentially kind of clean it off so that you can see like the area exposed underneath and you place this medicine and um, those little holes that you burn are called gates and you place the medicine the points and so um, the little circles are called points so you place the points on the gates and so what it does is the peptides are released into your um, skin so it the skin absorbs it and combo really um, works um, closely with the heart um, so he comes in and so the way you do it is um, you can place various different points on various different parts of your body. Traditionally, the first place where you put combo for women is on the inner right side um, of the lower part of the leg. So a little bit above the ankle. And for men, it's traditionally um, on the left side of their body. So up here. And so what that does is so left side is feminine. So like really balancing out because men have a lot of masculine energy. So balancing out with that and helping with that. And then women, the right side is a masculine energy. So it's about balancing that and like really cleansing and cleaning that. So what combo does is once the points are um, on the gate and it's absorbed into the skin, like it starts to go, your face can feel hot. You can get really hot. You're going to purge at some point, whether it's an upward purge through the mouth or a downward purge through the lower half of your body, you know, so like you may have to go use the bathroom a lot, you have to poop, um, you're definitely going to throw up. Um, you may want to like hit the ground with your fist, you may cry, you may, you know, there's a lot of like emotional release, but what the body does is when we have trauma, we store onto it and we keep that trauma in our body. And so a combo is really good at doing is working on letting that go and releasing it because we've carried it for so long it's become a part of us so the different points you know your first traditionally is done in those specific areas for men and women you can um stray away from that but typically your first one is done in those specific areas and then you can do targeted treatments so you work with the meridians acupuncture points ears um and chakra systems so like I've done and had various gates on various different parts of my body. Like I have my back done because I did my chakras. Um, I have like, I did some specifically because I have polycystic ovaries. And so my menstruation stopped. So like I didn't have a period for like a very long time. Um, and so combo really helped. Like we did specific targeted shots, uh, targeted spots for like fertility and for like, bringing back my menstrual cycle and it really helped to bring that back and like he's such a loving like to me I've never had a grandfather so for everybody who's had a grandfather he feels very much like grandpa energy but for me I've the closest thing to a grandfather that I've had is an uncle so for me he felt very much like uncle energy like very supportive very loving he's like I'm here I'm here to help you I'm here to like get you to release the stuff like let's work through it and um yeah like the first like one of my points was like and so the way that it goes is you work the furthest away from the heart because it goes so quickly to the heart you have to work pretty quickly especially like I've even had points like right here on my chest so you've got to work really quickly to like get these points on and so um one time I had one close to my ankle and that's the furthest away from the heart. And literally as soon as Cece put, put it on, like within a couple of minutes, like I was in my bucket purging. And like, she was so surprised because she's like, 
typically this takes a few minutes for it to even get in and get on but he's always been like so gentle with me that it's been a really beautiful experience to like have that I did an inoculation which is where you sit with it three times in a lunar cycle and it's like a really good reset for your body my third sit was in Vegas so my first sit was um before I don't remember when it was but my second sit was after an ayahuasca ceremony so literally we done ayahuasca the night before and then the next morning we woke up and did combo and then my third sit in that lunar cycle was back in my hometown in Vegas and it was the most powerful receiving of like medicine that I've gotten like I passed out during that combo sit because my soul and I and I'm realizing this now is that my soul just needs to leave for like me to do some like really deep healing like I just gotta like ego has to get out of the way I gotta get out of the way so I choose to leave the vessel and I passed out and I knew I was passing out and typically when you're doing this you've got a bucket and you kind of have to hold yourself up because this is warrior medicine like this is really strong medicine like this is not for the faint of heart like and it's not for everybody at that, you know, like there, there's definitely like health conditions and like stuff that you need to talk about with your practitioner before you like decide to go on this journey so that they can, you know, figure out if this is like a good fit for you. Cause like, if you have low blood pressure, you can't do it cause combo reduces your blood pressure, you know, so different like medical conditions can't do it. Um, but yeah, like I passed out and I was just like so grateful and like, I have videos, I'll send you, or not videos, I have pictures. I'll send you pictures of my face. My face filled up, like I got frog face. And even through that, I'm still laughing and smiling. And like, it's such beautiful medicine that like, I wish people get to participate in it more and like have less of a reaction to it. But I will say when I first started, like when I first heard about combo, I was like, who the fuck would intentionally let somebody burn them, put medicine on them, that makes them throw up like and I'm paying you for this I'm literally giving somebody money to hurt me make me throw up and then like what like make that make sense and now I'm like this is such a beautiful medicine it needs to be shared with everybody it's really amazing to like experience the whole like from zero to a hundred and like how beautiful the medicine has been and like what a powerful ally he's been for me to like receive and experience and like be able to like be a person who assists with this you know like it's truly been such a gift mm, that is such a beautiful story my thing that I've been dealing with is I'm so terrified of that like intensity and I feel like that's normal for people but like at first like were you scared at all like when you first the first time you did combo yeah I mean I was definitely nervous I was nervous because I didn't know like what I was getting into like what this all would entail like and like the the magnitude of what it was and like for me at that time I was like I don't want to throw up I was very like 3d like don't see me throw up I don't you know like girls can't do that I don't you know like that kind of thing when I first started with the medicine so I was really in this like you can't see me purge you know phase and right before that I started with a different plant medicine called Wachuma or San Pedro 
Mm. And he made me throw up quite a bit. And Wachuma is what really opened the door for me to be able to sit with Combo because I got to a space of being okay with purging. Um, but I was, I was a little nervous, but I knew with Cece that I was safe. Mm. And so that made it, you know, trusting your practitioner and trusting the people that you're with is so key because you're, you know, with any type of medicine, whether it's psychedelic or not, your, your journey can go very different routes. You know, if you're not in the right headspace, if your practitioner or your, you know, person who's accompanying you on this journey is not in the right headspace, it can go a lot of different ways, but I had a, a practitioner, a partner who was a very safe space for me to like experience this with. And in addition, the medicine always meets you where you're supposed to be met. And so when I first sat with him, he was very gentle with me because if the medicine kicks you in the face the first time, you're probably not going to want to sit with it. So a lot of times I think the medicine is very always like gentle and medicine for the most part has always been very gentle with me initially. Um, just to like ease me into the waters and to show me, hey, it's okay, we can come and play, you can come back around more often, and we can do this deep healing work. It doesn't have to be kick you in the face all the time. It can be, let's just tread the waters, let's see how it goes, and let's see what unfolds for you. But yeah, I was a little nervous, but not like scared that I couldn't do it. I think my biggest fear was like, what if I poop on myself or like, what if I, you know, like, because every time, honestly, every time I've sat with combo nine, like only one time, I think I didn't poop. Like I'll throw up and I'll have to poop. Like, it's just, I get a gold, we call it a gold star over here. So I always get a gold star, but you know, but it's really like, it really clears out and you feel so much like lighter and like, cleaner too it's just such a good reset the ear points really fuck you up like those are considered like so typically everything's considered like one point but the ear points kick your ass they're considered like a point and a half yeah wow so. yeah I even when um on the retreat when we did uh hape <laughs> I was so scared I was like shake like I didn't think I was gonna do it I'm just a very anxious person um I was so scared I was like shaking like sitting there oh my God. <laughs> it was yeah I was so terrified but um yeah it ended up being a really really good experience but so my next question for you is is out of all the other like plant medicines like you know ayahuasca San Pedro that you mentioned like what is like the difference like do you like for me with Hape, like I felt, I felt so strongly, um, like a male, like a masculine, like um, calming vibe, if that makes any sense. Mm -hmm. With each medicine, is there a completely different vibe? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Like mushrooms have their own type of feel. Like they're very like fairy-like and very playful. Mm -hmm. um, San Pedro is like a cactus. So he's like very strong and sturdy. Um, and on San Pedro Wachuma, you eat, you will fucking eat on that medicine because that's what he likes to do. So, you know, when, and the Wachuma is a 12 hour sit. So once you take it, you're on this journey for 12 hours, maybe even longer sometimes, depending on how strong the medicine is or, or how, how much you took. 
but my last Wachumaste, I traveled. I literally traveled to Vegas, like in Sedona. So we did it in Sedona. And during this sit, I was like, um, I gotta, I gotta go take a nap. Like it, the medicine is just really calling me to go lay down and like really just sleep and like, so I'm going to honor that for myself. So I went and I laid, cause we did it at our house. And so, um, I went and I laid down in bed and like during this like sleep time, I like woke up and I was like, I'm in Vegas. Like I, I knew definitively that I was in Vegas and like, I went back to sleep and I like throughout dream space, I remember like going to different places and like really doing some deep healing. And then I, you know, fell back into deeper sleep. And then when I woke up, I was like, I'm in Sedona. I traveled and I did some healing work. I don't know what I did, but I know I definitely like traveled. And that's not what everybody is gonna experience. But for me, there was still some stuff that me and Wachuma had to do in Vegas. Wow, I just got chills again. That's, that's <laughs> so crazy. Yeah. so interesting that you ended up in your in your hometown again like there must have just been things that you needed to to mm-hmm. work through <laughs> well think about it you i lived there up until i was 26. wow so that's 26 wow. years of energy 26 years of building relationships breaking relationships like how much do we go through in one year times that by 26 now and that's conscious or unconscious stuff you know that stuff from childhood from birth from like growing up you know, the trauma that we experience as kids, not, you know, not feeling seen, not feeling heard, not feeling understood, experiencing that as a teenager, as an adolescent, then, you know, as a young adult, now as an adult, like all of these like journeys that we go through, all of these stages of development, you know, all of the, whatever we experience, all of the stuff that impacted us in a certain way that we didn't like, you know, all of that we you know and we don't think about it it's but it's all cultivated in that land that you grow up in so yeah it was very that's why like the combo sit in vegas and the the wachuma sit where i traveled to vegas like definitely did some deep healing work both of those times that's so powerful so with other plant medicines do you feel like like they call to you or do you plan like, okay, we're going to do ayahuasca this day. So it's been like a gradual step for me. Like I first started out with cannabis and me and cannabis go way back to like when I was 17, but like being cannabis also stopped because I was misusing cannabis. So I stopped using cannabis for like a good two to three years where I was like, nope, I'm not smoking because I have misused her. So I want to have a healthy relationship and a healthy dynamic with cannabis. So I stopped and then I picked cannabis back up a little later in life. And then from cannabis, it was my first plant medicine, then was hape. And then I sat with hape. And then I sat with mushrooms. And I was like, wow, this is really like beautiful medicine. And then from mushrooms, I sat with wachuma. And then after Wachuma, I sat with Combo. And after Combo, I sat with Ayahuasca. Mm. Wow. Mm-hmm. And then so do you kind of now intertwine those? Like, like, do you sometimes, you know, do Ayahuasca still? Or was that like indirectly that order? It was directly in that order. I haven't done Ayahuasca because I haven't really found a center or like 
a place yet that I really want to do my next sit with. Mm-hmm. Um, but when I find it, definitely want to do it again. You know, we definitely, because I've only sat with her once. And for for me, ayahuasca put me to sleep. She just did some like major DNA deep healing. Like it was so interesting because like after I sat with her for the first time, like, you know, mental chatter that happens like that you're always like, putting yourself down or whatever like that inner chatter was gone for me like wow didn't have it haven't had it like that you know like where your mind just keeps going and going and going and doesn't fucking stop after that with ayahuasca like I woke up like feeling brand new like my mind was clear my head was clear like I felt so like centered and like so like at peace within myself after that sit and all I did was sleep for it like she just went in and was like let's fix all of this in here you said you quit smoking cannabis because you wanted to develop a more like healthy relationship what defines in your opinion because I feel like cannabis is the most popular plant medicine yeah what defines a healthy relationship with cannabis in your in your opinion so when I was smoking cannabis I was just smoking her to smoke her like there was no rhyme there was no reason I was just smoking to smoke And for me now, whether or not I mean to, there's definitely intention. There's like, I just want to feel good or I want to have a good day. So I think as long as your intentions with the medicine, with any medicine, but definitely with cannabis, because she can be, you know, cannabis kind of dances in both worlds. She can take you to the light and she can take you to your deepest, darkest fears, like uh, paranoia, like no other, you know, so you can experience very different extremes with cannabis but I think if you go into it and what is healthy is just going into it with um just wanting to you know it can and it can be as simple as I just want to have a good day or I just want to relax and chill out you know as long as there's a good um like you're not just doing it to do it for me personally I think not doing it to do it and just having a good not necessarily even good because what is good right just having um an intention with it you know if it's to sleep then let it be I just want to sleep if it's to hang out I just want to hang out or to chill you know I smoke cannabis throughout the day but it doesn't affect my productivity like it doesn't affect how I interact with people you know most of the time people don't know that I smoke as much as I do because I don't let it you know like it's just I smoke and when I'm done I'm done there's no additional, you can't peer pressure me into more like when I'm done, okay, that's it, you know, and having, holding that space for myself. If there's, you know, if I got a joint, I don't have to finish it today. I can finish it later when I want to, you know, and not pushing myself to like do stuff that I don't want to do um, and having that for myself. So I guess that's what for me is considered healthy. Mm, I so needed to hear that. I feel like I, I definitely... And a lot of people I know, like I, most of my life, my relationship with cannabis was to smoke, just to smoke, you know? Yeah. And I recently realized like it is a plant medicine. Like she has a spirit and she wants to be respected, you know? So I started being more intentional about it um, and not just smoking just because I'm, I'm having a bad day. Cause <laughs> my habit yeah. really was just like, something bad would happen to me. I would be in distress, having anxiety, feeling really sad or something bad would happen. And then I would go smoke. And Mm -hmm. I feel like in some circumstances, yeah, that makes sense. But also it's just, 
that didn't feel aligned to me. I felt like I was escaping things. And so yeah. I've really been trying to transform my relationship with her and it's, it's really beautiful. You got this. Yeah, I was the same way. Like if I feel bad or if I feel off, I won't smoke mm. because I want to feel good in like my, my body and in myself before I go smoke and take on a plant medicine. Cause that, like you said, like she is a spirit, she has her own energy and like she is a plant medicine. So if I'm having a bad day and I sit with plant medicine, that could be one hell of a ride for mm. the next however long this is going to be, you know? So I'm proud of you. Good for you. Good for you for like seeing that. You know, that's like, that's what awareness is. is just like seeing, I don't like this and I don't like that, but let me fix it. Let me work on this. So I'm really proud of you. Good job. Thank you so much. I feel like yeah. with cannabis, it's it can be so tricky because it's, it's probably, I can't think of any other ones that we're like kind of constantly normally used to doing like 24 seven. And it's so accessible. Mm-hmm. And it's like a social thing, like people are doing it. So it can become very, very unconscious. So yeah, I'm really grateful for having learned that and being on this journey of healing my relationship with her. She'll appreciate it too, you know, more than anything. She's like, ah, you know, cause that's all she wants to do. And even with like all of the other plants, they just want to be like, respect me, love me for who I am. You know, don't misuse me, don't, you know, don't do any of that stuff just like love me and appreciate me for what I give you and a lot of times we forget to realize that even with like you know our regular herbs like we I did a rose diet god that was hard and you know recently I thought about maybe getting into and doing a lavender diet you know but even they are medicines within themselves and like have their own energy and you really get to feel the energy and just by like limiting my outside distractions and taking away like certain things like spices and salt and like really just having bland stuff but like taking rose tea when I did my rose diet really helped me connect with the essence of the plant and connect with rose and like realizing that they too have their own spirits and like that an energy that is inside of them that they want to share and like show everybody yeah, I'm so glad you said that because I was going to ask you about um, dietas and if you've ever done one. And rose is one of my, like, probably the first one besides cannabis that, like, truly, truly called to me. And I didn't, that was back when I didn't know about working with plant medicine. And I was just like, what in the hell? And so, you know, like, I'll smoke rose, but also um, drink rose. And yeah, but I, I love rose. My middle name is Rose. So I like to brag about that. <laughs> I love it. My middle name's Daisy. Oh, that's so cute. We have both have flower middle names. I know. I like it. So you have done a, a rose dieta. Have you done any other ones? Mm-mm. And no. can you do a dieta with lavender? You can. Yep. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You just have to be careful. So like <clears throat> you can't use like anything that's scented other than rose. Like so we're so if you're doing a rose diet, like rose tea, um, we went to the extremes of buying like rose shampoo, rose conditioner, rose soap, like, you know, just really doing it, but you can't have like outside scents. So like, if you're going to use soap, use plain soap or something very lightly scented with like, or like an oatmeal type of soap, you know, nothing would smell. Even like when, so like traditionally we did this for like 
three weeks, I think it was. Wow. Maybe. Or no. Yeah, maybe. I think. I don't remember how long. Maybe two weeks. Maybe two weeks. Still weeks. a long time. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, was a, it wasn't like a go into like a secluded place. It was a social diet. So there's yeah. the, the isolation diet. And then there's the one where you can be a little bit more social. So we did that one. <clears throat> but it was tough because it was like, I'm used to eating food with lots of spice and lots of flavor. So going to like, and you could only use like basil and thyme and, um, you know, you were very limited on like what you could eat. You know, you couldn't have any sugar, um, no caffeine. Yeah. It was a lot. (laughs) It was a lot. Like you could, you know, like, and you're forced to, you know, as humans are so used to consuming, whether it's like food or television or, you know, just so used to consuming even social media or like phone time, screen time, we're always so used to consuming that you have to take out all the distractions so you can really come and center and connect with those. And that was a very difficult diet. Me and Cece did it at the same time. And so like everything, like, especially with Rose, Rose has her thorns and the thorns come out and it's ugly. And, you know, we both realized we're like, that was probably not the best idea for both of us to do a diet at the same time, because in that type of situation, you kind of need some support because there's a lot that comes up emotionally for you. There's a lot of, you know, you get to, it's a lot of time of internal reflection that happens with the rose, you know, like she brings stuff to your awareness that maybe you weren't the kindest or maybe you weren't the sweetest or the most like rose type of person in that moment, you know? So you have a lot of that come up. You have a lot of emotions that come up. In addition to taking away a lot of stuff so your body is kind of going through a withdrawal kind of you know so now you're irritated as well you know so now you're navigating this and you have to be present and you have to be social and you have you know it's a lot to like juggle so we realized that we both can't do a diet at the same time but if one person is going to do the diet that the other person kind of should just be there to be of support for the other person as they kind of have the opportunity to fall the fuck apart mm. so but yeah, it's beautiful, but it's challenging and it's hard, but like, it's worth it in the end to be like, I did it, you know, I don't sit with Hape much, um, but during my rose diet, I definitely sat with rose Hape for sure. Ooh, I did not know mm-hmm. there was rose Hape. Yeah. Interesting. So what's your relationship to Hape? Like, you don't sit with it much, but... <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> I sit, so for me, hape, I treat hape, um, and I only use it in medicine circles. Um, so for me, hape is just for medicine. Um, or if I like really need some support, but I try to, I try to like go ground or I try to go do other stuff before I like release it with hape because I don't really enjoy it as much as people do. Like people that regularly sit with it, like, I see the benefits of it. It's great. And just like everything is not for everybody. It's not for me in like personal day-to-day use. For me, I like to sit with it just in like plant medicine ceremonies, like, or just in like ceremony type of settings. So that's my association with Hape. Mm, Yeah, I feel that 100%. Mm Mm-hmm. Wow. It's not for everybody. And it's not for me all the time. So I just like to... This is where, and you know, if that changes, I'm open to it. But for right now, it's just plant medicine ceremonies for me. 
Mm, yeah, I don't know why it's so comforting to hear, like, this whole time you've been saying, like, you know, like, they're not for everybody. I don't know why that's so comforting to hear. So thank you for saying that. <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. Because, I mean, there's this, like, thing, like, I've tried breath, breath work, like, so many different times. So many different times. And it's not for me. I don't feel the benefit and like I get it for people but for me I'm prone to having panic and anxiety attacks or at least I used to be I've definitely like really worked on that yeah. but for me doing the deep breathing invokes that same similar feeling and I talked to my therapist about it and she was like well I can see why breath work doesn't work for you because as somebody who used to panic and have anxiety attacks and that breathing can be difficult for you to like follow through with and that can bring up some stuff so for me I can see the benefit of breath work, but it's not for me. For me, I found that EFT tapping works a lot better and is more beneficial for me. So, you know, there's different modalities for different people not one size fits all. Same on plant medicine, not one plant medicine fits all. If it's not for you, it's not for you. And that gets to be okay. Like you get to speak about that and say, this isn't for me and I'm okay with that, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, we all have our own like prescriptions of healing modalities that that work for us, you know, it's exactly. completely individualized. So just thank you for sharing that. <laughs> thank you for yeah. putting that out there. <laughs> you're welcome. Yeah, you know, like, it's so hard because you think you're supposed to like something because everybody else likes it or everybody finds the value in it. But you're like, it doesn't fit for me. And I've tried, I tried to make breath work fit like I tried it on a few different occasions and I was like, I still don't see the benefit. Like, I mean, I see the benefit, but for me personally, I could have spent that hour doing something else, you know, that could have taught me something a little different. So what works for you works and what doesn't, doesn't. And that's okay. And that gets to be okay. Hmm. Yeah. And EFT on a side note has been so life-changing. I literally do it in my car on my break at work. And at first when I saw it, I was like, what are these people doing? Like, what in the world are they doing? Like, yeah. Like, what? <laughs> what? But it's, I don't even know. I, I want to learn how it works more. But yeah, it's so freeing. I literally feel things released from my body. Do you feel the same way? Mm -hmm. So I've been doing um, EFT tapping to have an amazing day. And I'll send you the link to the guy that does it. I don't know if you've seen the video, but he does amazing. So what they do um, with like, it's based on, I think, Chinese medicine and where energy gets stored on the meridians where energy um, tends to stay stagnant. That's why there's those certain points of, and it's because they work with the meridians system. So when you're tapping right here, when you're tapping in the center of your head and you're tapping on the top of your head and on these certain points of the body, they're very specific points because that's where stagnant energy is stored. And that's why you feel such a release is because it's stored energy that you've been holding onto that is finally getting a chance to let for you to let it go. Wow, that makes so much sense now. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh, so is it? I mean, this, I'm just thinking out loud, but it's probably like similar to the meridians of acupuncture. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no. So the same. It's the same. Yeah. Wow, that's so cool. Mm -hmm. You're just such a pit of knowledge, girl. Thank you. <laughs> you come in with the facts. Yes, gotta know the facts. No, I like to do a lot of research about stuff that I like and plant medicine happens. I mean, plants and then plant medicine, both are my loves, so. Yeah, you're such a plant, a plant queen. Do you grow 
any of your own like herbs or any like I'm what starting to <gasps> I'm gonna start this spring I've got some seeds I even found some cannabis seeds and I've been starting with those as little sprouts when they've been growing that's so exciting. Yeah. I yeah. was like, how do you do it? Because I can barely, I have two aloe plants. Those are my plants. <laughs> I can barely keep them alive. <laughs> aloe's hard. Yeah. Aloe's very hard. If you want a plant, try a snake plant. They're really easy to grow. They thrive off of neglect. Mm. So if you water them once a week, they'll be fine. Just make sure, you know, when it's time to change the soil that you do that, you repot your plants. And in addition, um, snake plants are nocturnal plants. So they help you while you sleep. They really work harder at nighttime. So they're really beneficial for like purifying the air as well as like nighttime sleep for you. Wow. I really needed to hear that. I Sleep is my um, number one issue at this current moment. So maybe I need to get a snake plant. Get a few. They're awesome. They're like such like cool little plants. Yeah, they're really awesome. And they grow really tall and you can propagate them. So once you get settled with your snake plant, what you can do is cut it and then um, put it in water and you have to change out the water every few days mm -hmm. um, because oxygen and stuff, you know, and then it takes all the oxygen from the water. But you change out the water every few days and it'll start to grow roots. What you can do is either you can keep it in water or you can plant it back in the soil and it'll start to grow. Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. Okay. Plants you can propagate a lot. Try um, also pothos, like of some sort. They're also very easy to grow and like manage. Yeah. Interesting. You should like make like reels or like videos on like how to take care of plants. <laughs> I have some videos. I want to do it. I even have like a website. It's not like 100% going, but I'll send you my website too. I have to make a list of things that I need to send you. Please. So do you just have like a, a natural green thumb? Is it something you've been interested in since you were little? No. No. I had a friend that I had a really good friend um, a few years ago that was really into plants and like in a goddess circle at Vegas she gifted everybody plants because we were all supposed to bring something to this god goddess gathering and she brought plants and gifted everybody plants and that's what really started my love of plants and she really helped me like find that love and um, I've just continued it and continued on with like finding which plants I like and finding which ones I'm good at. And it's just like all been such a learning process to see which ones are good fit for me and which ones aren't. And it's always a lesson to be learned from that. But mm. it's been really nice to like have it because when you, when you get in the soil, you're grounding in. So you really get to like decompress and de-stress and like really like cultivate like some I don't know. There's something really magical just about putting your hands in dirt and just like working with the plants and just, it's really calming. And it's, it's helped me through a lot of like tough times. It's just my plants is like taking care of them. And also energetically plants take the hit for you. So if you have a lot of plants and your plants are dying out of nowhere, they're taking the hit for you. Oh my gosh, that makes so much sense. Mm -hmm. So when you're going through stuff, your plants, so that you don't have to deal with it, your plants will get it. Oh my gosh, plants are so nice. <laughs> They're amazing. And like, they just want to help 
clear the air. Like I love my plants. They're so special. I have quite a few and <laughs> I always keep buying more. I have like a $200 shipment from Thailand that's going to come soon. <laughs> yeah, that is wonderful. So do you feel like, so I was talking to someone, I don't remember who, they were talking to me about plant medicine and I mentioned that, um, rose and like lavender and like herbs and stuff is also plant medicine you know too in in my opinion and and working yeah. with them, drinking different teas like dandelion like lemon balm is also plant medicine like do you agree with that and like do you think that all plants have their own medicine yeah definitely resonate with you on that for sure um now not all plants are meant to be consumed because you know just like how people can dance between the light and the dark so do some plants so unless you've done extensive research don't <laughs> try it on you know don't try this at home by yourself you know because you know some plants are very like dark and i don't know which ones they are off the top because i haven't really gone into like learning about all the different plants that we can consume but there are some plants that really dance with the dark so if you were to ingest it or do a sit with it you have to be very mindful because the types of thoughts that can come up or the types of you know things that you can experience can be very different but every plant is its own medicine and has its own medicine to be shared you know whether it's for us or maybe you know i mean animals consume plants as well so maybe it's medicine for them you know we never know yeah wow i it just reminded me of this um one quote or thing i read in a book once and it said mm -hmm. um it said like let yourself go to like a, a plant or flower store i don't know what they're called right now botanical store garden i don't know uh -huh. and, and like kind of breathe first and just see what it like attracts you to. And I thought that was so cool. And I, and I did that once and it was just like, what is like drawing, like, where are you drawn to? It's just kind of like the same thing mm -hmm. as like how plant medicine will call to you. And I just thought that was really yeah. cool. Yeah. Different plants. I mean, I would go into a nursery and That's like true. see which plants I wanted. I mean, botanical, there are some botanical stores. So you were <laughs> accurate on that one too, but the nursery, yeah. Like, and it's about finding which plant is for you too. You know, there were times where I'd walk into a nursery and, and I think I really wanted this plant. And then I'd go and I'd see it and I didn't feel very called to like take the plant. And one of the things that when Cece and I first started dating, when I would, you know, we'd be on FaceTime because we did this long distance thing. So oh. we'd be on FaceTime. We lived on FaceTime for like almost a year. And I would take her to the nurseries with me and one of the things I'd be like, oh my God, I want this plant. She's like, well, ask a plant. Does the plant want to come home with you? And I started to do that. And sometimes it would be yes. And sometimes it was like, damn it, I want this plant, but this plant doesn't want to come home with me. Mm. Wow. So. I'm definitely going to go to a nursery soon and talk to plants and people are going to be like, what is this girl doing? <laughs> it's okay. It's yeah. okay. We do it all the time. I do it all the time. I'm always like dancing and singing and watering my plants yes i am yes. all for it i'm always like talking to the trees when i'm on my walks i'm like i love you <laughs> yeah. yeah i mean but they deserve to hear it too like they have feelings like everybody has feelings we just aren't aware of like everybody's feelings or see it as a feeling because they're not human like us you know so we take the cute you know if we see start seeing everything has feelings then it brings the humanity back, even though they're not human, but it brings like some sort of like, oh, 
you know, for things and for nature. Maybe if we all could do that, we could help make this place better, you know, mm. and safer for everybody involved. Mm. I love the way that your mind works. I love that so much. Thank you. I could literally sit here and talk to you about plants and plant medicine for forever. But so I'm going to do this thing that I've been calling the speed round. So the first one is what is your favorite book or what is a book you've been reading recently that is uh, lighting up your soul that makes you feel really good? The book that I read that really impacted me was You Are a Badass. Mm. And that really was a good book. And like, it was during a time where I was like really discovering who I was and like, I had just gone out of a really toxic relationship and it really helped me find myself and like realize the beautiful goddess that I am, you know, and like really helped me step into like more of my power and like, yeah, You Are a Badass is definitely one of my favorite top books for sure. I love the answer. I literally have two copies of that book. Don't know why. I just have two copies sitting in my um, living room, but that's so interesting that you found that book right after a pretty toxic relationship. The same exact thing happened to me. It was yeah. kind of my like leeway into, oh, okay, like I'm, I can uh -huh. do this, you know? Mm -hmm. so, that's it was definitely a game changer. All right. So the next question is what is your spirit animal or what is an animal that you feel really connected with? An elephant. I fucking love elephants. Aww. Elephants are like everything for me. Like, Ever since I've been little, like the elephants have always like called to me and yeah, elephants. That's so beautiful. Do you know anything about the spiritual meaning of being drawn to elephants? I think I've looked it up a few different times, but like, it's definitely, I know that elephants are very like home centered, like family centered, mm -hmm. they're, they're really caring and nurturing. And I think I really resonate with that because like, that's kind of who I am as a cancer. I get that from being a cancer, but like, and they're so like sturdy and like, mm. I don't know, there's something just so like beautiful about elephants. That's just like absolutely majestic and magnificent. And like in a creature, like, I don't know. I don't know what it is, but it's just the elephants. And like the fact that they're very like home bodied and like, home like very caring and nurturing about who they're with um and very loving that's what I really loved about elephants oh I love that so much I have this spirit animal book and it has a page for each animal and it talks about like the spiritual meanings um behind why you're drawn to this animal what uh, lessons this animal teaches us and I'll send you a picture of it after this yes please thank you of course. So the next question is, what is your favorite song or what is a song that connects with your soul the most? So right now, my favorite song is um, Rise by Lost Frequencies. It's such a good song because like I first heard it and it talks about this guy and how the year's been hard on him, but he rises and like it gets better and like it's been such a motto this past year for me. Like when I listened, the first time I heard it, I just like started crying because I was like, this is such a beautiful song, like, and to listen to it. And like, this is exactly what I'm going through right now. And to experience that. So that's been like one of my like songs 
recently too that I really listened to and I was just like thank you I love the word rise like that's just a thing I love that so much I'll have to listen to that song so the next one is what is your favorite plant I feel like that's a either a hard or an easy question for you um I don't have a favorite plant right now I've really been into the alocasias that look like dragon scales so before we end I know that um, you're doing your first retreat in about a month. Yes. Uh, which is so exciting. And I know, so that's already like sold out and that's already closed off. But would you mind? We actually are still accepting a couple of applications. So if people are still interested, they can attend. It's for women only, 18 plus. Okay. Interesting. All right. Well, would you mind talking about anything else that you offer or maybe upcoming things? So combination dot org is where you can find the website of like what we do but Cece and I do like combo we do um sound healing we are doing women's retreat we want to do like a mom and kids retreat um but right now we're doing just women um we're gonna eventually like I think next year we want to do like an adult mom and me mm -hmm. retreat so like you could bring like your mom and kind of do some deep healing work there but yes. um this summer, we want to offer it to mom and kids between eight and 15 to really help bridge that gap between communication and kids not feeling heard or like, you know, as a kid, we understand things a little differently. But as an adult, we're like, oh, I understand now they weren't being assholes. They just couldn't do it at the time, mm -hmm. you know, but it makes sense. It clicks. And once you have to start paying bills, you're like, shit, I get it now. I, you know, you're like, I have to be the adult now. Mm -hmm. um, so we want to kind of help bring healing in those relationships where we're offering that this summer. But yeah, lots like healing, um, lots of healing work. We do plant medicine sit. So um, we don't do ayahuasca because I don't feel called to like serve that medicine. Like I haven't sat with it enough to like do that. But Wachuma, San Pedro, um combo mushrooms we do those types of like plant sits and um we do sound healings and like sound baths cc's a licensed hypnotherapist so she can do take you through a past like regression um and like you know do like hypnotherapy stuffs um what else do we do there like we do so much it's so hard like we offer we both offer personal like coaching like life coaching um and just like goddess circles so i'm really into like twerking and tantra and like moving the body and moving the hips especially because we store as women store so much energy in our hips and in our you know working with that sacral chakra i'm really big on that so at this retreat i'll be doing like um yoni steaming and uh like a sacred uh dance workshop to get our bodies moving and just like really come into acceptance of our bodies and of ourselves and like having the space to like dance like nobody's watching and how sensual you want to get is like accepted you know and like feeling like you're safe so that you can release a lot of the stuff that you're carrying in your hips so we do a lot of that kind of stuff Wow, y'all just have so much amazing things going on. That's so cool. I didn't know you were so into dancing. That's 
definitely something on my healing journey that completely changed the game. Just oh I, yeah, I had no idea that you could release so much trauma through dancing. Oh. I'm really into shaking too. I'm just always like shaking things off. But that's good because like shaking, um, it like moves the nervous system too. So not only is it good for you, but it's also good for your nervous system as well to like get the shaking in. Like it helps the body release. So it's good like I really like to twerk like if I'm in a bad mood like I'll put on some like really strong like twerking music and just like get to dropping it and dancing like because and then once I'm done and I don't really stop until I feel better because that's the whole reason why I started in the first place so I see the project through you know but twerking has like really been uh an ally for me like I I used to go to twerking twerk shops in Vegas they don't have anything like that here in Sedona yet but in Vegas I would go and like go to I mean I would go so that I could learn some routines and like you know be cute for my boo but it it did a lot for me it's like it was like right in line with when I started on my spiritual healing journey it just like I did it but I didn't know that it had the, the the you know the healing benefits I was doing it because I liked it but I didn't know I had these additional benefits to it so wow uh, it's amazing how the universe like puts those things there even like when we don't even know yet they're just like here's yeah. the tool <laughs> divine right timing like the universe god whomever like there's so many different things that are put into orchestration that we have like no idea about that just happened to be. And like, we come into contact with them. We're like, this is amazing. This changed my life. And then later on we find out like, Oh, there's a little bit more to the story than I knew. Well, thanks. Whoever was looking out for me, higher self, <laughs> you have my back. Clearly. <laughs> well, I will link all of your um, stuff. Is it okay if I link your Instagram in the description? Okay, and I'll link your website and everything else in the description so people can contact you. And just thank you so much for taking the time to speak with me today. It was so lovely to talk to you and to see your face again.